0: Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Welcome to episode one of the, what what were we going to call this? Uh,
1: The uh, Bob and Tom show.
0: The Bob and Tom show. (laughs) I'm Bob and Tom. (laughs) So I was talking to a friend of mine who lives in the Ukraine and they were like, hey dude, why are you all freaking out about this Russia stuff? And I was like, well what do you mean, like aren't they taking up arms and bordering you right now? And they're like, yes, but they have been for like four years. Why are you freaking out about it now? And I didn't know what to say because I hadn't read the news that morning, so I didn't know what my opinion was. Mm. What's yours?
1: Well, uh, how far back do we want to go? Do we want to go back to the Obama coo days or i mean because that really frames the what's going on so i think we really should go back there
0: i know you said obama coup, but it sounded almost like you said obama cue like it's a barbecue sauce named after barack obama
1: <laughs> which would have been awesome side note i lived in columbia south carolina for a little while and we had a convenience store near my house gas station called the Obama store and it had his it was like his campaign sign kind of logo on it a big lollipop sign with all the prices of the gas
0: did they sell Obama Q sauce oh
1: they should have they really should have no they didn't and then they got in trouble because they wouldn't let homeless people use their bathroom, and they called it a racist store. It was in the newspaper.
0: Which I still haven't read. So again, whatever your opinion is, uh, yeah, let's let's go back to the Obama coup. But for those who are listening at home and furiously typing away in the chat, mm-hmm. what was the Obama coup?
1: Well, there was a, what they call a democratic election in uh, Ukraine and CIA tried to drop off duffel bags but they didn't get there fast enough so the wrong guy won he was friendly to Russia like many Ukrainians are and were especially ones in bordering towns of Russia tend to be a lot more friendly to Russia because they do a lot of commerce right? that whole free trade thing how it brings people together so they don't have to fight Anyway, there were movements away from the U.N. So Obama, CIA, U.S. Secret Service, intelligence agencies, whatever you want to call it, right? They military coup uh, and put in a different ruler or president or whatever you want to call prime minister. I don't know what they call him there, right? But, uh, and this was the Nazi party, not like, Oh, Trump's a Nazi or even it, not even like David Duke is a Nazi. Cause he's not, he was more of a, like a Klan kind of guy. I'm talking proudly wearing the swastika. Lots of them were descend descendants of actual Nazis.
0: And just to make sure we're talking about the right side here, you're saying the leader they installed Mm -hmm. was the Nazi.
1: Was a Nazi, yes. Mm. So this didn't go over too well with bordering towns in Ukraine, cities, whatever. And, of course, the Nazis, they don't like Russia, and they were trying to shut down the, uh, the... port of uh crimea to russian um merchants and it had always been a friendly like okay you know we pay our dues but we as long as you keep it open so russia and the people there didn't want to shut it down because they were making money off of russia right so russia just basically said hey this is ours now. And everybody there was like, okay. There was really no invasion. But they called it an invasion, right?
0: Like January 6th.
1: Right. Later, uh, the people elected somebody. Uh, the, the Nazis are no, no longer in power. Somebody it's a little more uh, lighter on the hate Russia, I think, the guy is now. Uh, but he's definitely with america too you know for one he knows not to not be because he'll get booted for a nazi if he you know what i mean mean, is, is anybody moving in that position has learned their lesson so there's been talks about ukraine entering the un and there's been a clear line drawn in the sand by russia uh and, and we need to just quickly mention that back when the Berlin Wall fell, there was a an agreement between the UN and Russia. The UN would not move any closer than there to the borders of Russia. The, the, we will not move into any of countries that border you. But look at Poland, we've we've broken that promise over and over and over again, and openly had presidents say. Let's do it anyway. Russia won't do anything about it. Okay. So we've aggressed upon them. <clears throat> and we're talking about an old ruler. In Putin. Right. That has. Turned the other cheek many times to. This. Border aggression upon his country. And at some point he's got to make a stand on something. Right. Because. Because you can only be slapped so many times before your people are like, you're not going to do anything for us. Right? So he has made what I consider a pretty reasonable, uh, line in the sand being that you will not put Sam missile, uh, launchers on our borders because Not because of the SAM missiles, but because we have another missile (laughs) that's a lot more um, deadly, invasive, whatever, um, that can be launched from that same platform. (laughs) And we've used that as a trick in many other situations. (laughs) Oh, it's just SAMs, right? But... He said, you will not put those there and you will not let Ukraine into the UN. This will not happen. It's a clear violation, All right, I will, and he didn't even say he will invade. He said, if you put those launchers there, we will destroy them. Yeah. He didn't say that he was going to invade. Like they may have to go in there to destroy him, but there was no indication that he would stay. And this is, uh, it may not seem like a big point, but he has, um, there was another town that he went in and protected the people of that town against an invading, uh, no, an internal rebel force that was uh, killing people or whatever. They had went into a town uh, on one of their bordering countries. I, I think it was in Ukraine, but it was a poor outskirts town. They protected the people and then they backed back out. The people asked to be brought into Russia. And he was like, No, you're poor. I'm not. All it would be is another drain on our economy. So, no. So he's not he's not out to take over land for merely taking over land. And there's not a lot of places in Ukraine that he really wants.
0: For for that protection that he afforded them, how is that different than like the yakuza? It's offering protection that they may not have necessarily asked for. Right. And it was maybe for some other nefarious gain because it wasn't altruistic, right?
1: Yeah. In this circumstance, as easy as it was to protect them, I think it was more like, like we were saying earlier, Putin has looked pretty weak because he's been quite turn-the-other-cheek kind of guy, his whole presidency. He's really not a warmonger, even though, He's portrayed that way, right? Um, Not that he's not a bad guy. He's done really bad shit, but wanting a war with another country is not really one of his things that he seems to want. Um, What I think it it was is like uh, those bordering country towns, he's got bordering country towns. There some of the people in that town are probably family, right it It looks good on him as the ruler when he can protect Russia gets an easy win right and protects the same some kind of, of
0: posturing as he's doing on the right. international scale now right
1: right uh, that's what it seemed to be because it was a very publicized in there at least the things that I've read was like very heroic move you know and that they used that propaganda of the uh of that and it, i don't think there was a bullet fired it was just their presence right you,
0: you talk about the un position and post berlin wall mm-hmm. i think we're getting one side of the story there so if we can grant the un and the states and the larger narrative, as much as they've given us, and say, yes, Putin is a dictator, does awful things, terrorist, whatever you want to call him, Mm -hmm. wouldn't that mean that we don't negotiate with terrorists? So this whole idea that we made an agreement post-Berlin Wall Mm -hmm. doesn't hold water because we don't negotiate with terrorists.
1: I guess it would if, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's loosely if we define terrorist. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I don't like what. I mean, at today's U.S. The definition of terrorism is, you know, somebody farting on Nancy Pelosi's desk. I don't think Putin's done anything that uh, disrespectful to the U.S. But like,
0: I don't even think he's been here in a while. So
1: yeah. Yeah, but he looked a little annoyed when he pressed that reset button when Hillary Clinton had
0: it. That was one of my favorite episodes of Foreign Affairs. Was it? I liked the Benghazi season, but that one was pretty good.
1: I mean, I guess you can call him a terrorist because we just call anybody who we need to spend money to intimidate a terrorist nowadays there has to be they don't have to do anything right
0: yeah and while I agree with you on that point I I think just for sake of argument let's say that he legitimately is a terrorist even in the conventional sense Okay. does that grant us the ability to consider our agreements with him null and void
1: sure I don't I mean yeah I guess but it doesn't change the fact that we're the aggressor. I mean, if we're aggressing upon somebody who's not aggressing upon us, and we're still the bad guys no matter what agreements you have. I'm not saying... Uh, just saying that we're the bad guys there doesn't mean that he's a good guy. It doesn't... He's not a fucking terrorist, but it, he's a piece of shit. He's done really bad things to his people so i don't understand why we would give power more power to the people who do really bad things to us (laughs) so they can do some mean things to him because he's done some mean things to the people where he lives it just Well,
0: how how is that different than him protecting a neighboring town if we pretend to protect the Ukraine?
1: I don't think it is different. It just, I mean, except that, I mean, we are using Ukraine to aggress upon him to, for nefarious reasons, which I'm sure he was, you know, had some pretty nefarious reasons for his choices too, but like, I I don't under, I don't see why saying he'd done it too would make it okay for us to do this to anybody and to have sanctions against the people that we there's tons of economic models that have already shown that sanctions against countries hurt the people in that country they don't hurt the rulers There's tons of models that have shown that.
0: I think you're just describing war, right? Like (laughs) war doesn't really have all that many casualties at the top, right? Yeah. It's a lot of front lines. So whether we do that economically or through Mm -hmm. literal fighting, Mm -hmm. it's the same. So I think your, your point stands there. I guess the piece I'm just trying to get behind is if we find that he's a bad guy, a terrorist will say. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he has done very bad things and not done very bad things externally. Right. He's done very bad things to his people. Mm-hmm. So that means if he is to occupy other areas and include other areas in his people, mm-hmm. that means he's going to do more bad things to even more bad people. I know that's an oversimplification, nah. but it's one that holds water to some degree, right? Yeah. That a little if bit. we're trying to protect them from becoming part of that sandbox. If we've if we've agreed not to enter his sandbox, mm-hmm. okay. And we've had that agreement and we hold that up. But if he's trying to expand the size of his sandbox by the same mechanism of imperialism that Great Britain did many years ago by just occupying that land, we see how that ends up. So, but he's not
1: if, trying to do that until we're aggress, till we're aggressing on those borders. He hasn't had any. Att- he's made no attempt to do that without a without an aggression upon him, ever. So, so your
0: case is one for entrapment?
1: Right, so to defend himself, if you're putting your weapons right on his border and pointing them at him and just being like, no, we won't put weapons there. And he's like, but I can see them, they're right here and all these people are like we don't feel safe, you know, like what are you doing about this? He's get as a ruler, he's like okay, let's let's pretend like ru- uh, having a ruler's legitimate for a second. Ugh. Right? Uh but oh, it's disgusting. But um <laughs> you want that ruler to be able to protect you. I mean, that's the one thing that you think they're there for, right? If he can't protect you, then what's he why am I been paying all this money? Right? So then he gets booted. So he doesn't want that to happen. You got you can't just openly brazenly defy him in front of his people without there being negative consequences not just to like to us or to people in Ukraine but like to his own people let's say his own people do decide to have a violent uprising against him right then more people are going to die they don't the didn't have to we we started all that i think the right move would have been to befriend russia not get mad at them because they built a pipeline when we decided to stop ours because our government's like, Oh, private company, you can't build a pipeline and their government's like build, make money, build, make money. You know, the fact that our free market government is telling private companies what to do and their communist, so-called communist government, is doing less of that. Um, Doesn't make them a bad guy.
0: So, for the people who are still with us. Yeah. I would imagine the question on all of their minds would be, okay then, we started aggressing and placing these weapons there. Why did we do that and why now? Well, here's,
1: there's two reasons for this. Two obvious reasons. I'm sure there's a bunch of other little reasons. So...
0: Is it, one of them cabin fever? We've been locked down for so long we had to get out.
1: Right. That is actually... That's that's what it, the summary of it all is. Oh, sorry. Did I skip to the yeah, end too quickly? Did. I'm sorry. So, all right. Good night, guys.
0: This has been the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs>
1: that's right um so the two most obvious reasons why i see that we're doing this is right now we're having high inflation rates there's a lot of unrest unrest is the right word in the u.s i think right way to say i'd say so yeah um government approval rate ratings are very low biden's approval ratings really low and when i say government approval ratings i do mean government i i can't tell you how many new people i walk by and i tell them i'm an anarchist when we're talking government and i tell them things that you know things that i like and things reason why i don't like the government and then i throw in that i'm an anarchist and i don't get this (gasps) i get oh yeah fuck the government you know kind of thing it happens to me all the time now so there's a very strong anti-government sentiment across the united states right now so they have to have a boogeyman to blame all these problems on that's creating this right it's a uh, government school 101 you if you learn how to rule Like, this is one of the things you have to learn, is when you have the inevitable, when you're stealing money from people, you have crashes and whatnot, and people get mad, you have to find a boogeyman. So, we found one. I mean, if you go back to the first reports of Russia building before Christmas, the, uh, the troops along the border, how they were just advanced, you know, more and more troops were building up there. Uh, The first report, the, the Ukrainian response was, no, they're not. And then the U S offered, you know, millions of dollars in weapons and stuff like that to Ukraine for this, you know, to defend against this buildup. And then Ukrainians were like, the government was like oh you mean those russian troops yeah they're they're building right there and then the story changed right so um you know we've doubled tripled quadrupled the amount of military money that we're pouring into ukraine ukraine's gonna go with long with any of it now right <laughs> like, oh yeah tons of tons it's, we're scared to death right um and so this is created, so you've gotten, now you have Russia, bad guy, right? So now anything that's going wrong, it, we can be like, oh, well, it's because you have to make sacrifices when the war is, is at your front door, right? You have to prepare. So this is the reason why inflation rates, well, you have to have that boogeyman to blame your problems on. Second, uh, issue is we pulled out of afghanistan by the way
0: thank you biden
1: yeah i'm sorry to all the right wingers listening but you know everybody says biden pulled out and it was a it was a blunder and whatnot he did well they did make mistakes coming out of there but i think a lot of the mistakes they did they just didn't care. They wanted to make mistakes. They wanted to make it look as bad as possible. The military brass that was pulling out of there because they didn't want to leave. Uh, and the biggest mistake we made, but was not stopping the military action there and actually blowing up some kids and some innocent people on the way out. But the the re, the retreat or pull out of Afghanistan was a disaster the moment we set troops there that was unavoidable it was always going to be ugly and it was always going to end that way so
0: i don't know i mean think about that time we pulled out of uh the driveway <laughs> point taken
1: <laughs> where I was getting at with that is there's a lot of people who make a lot of money by building weapons selling weapons designing things that don't work and selling them to the government and uh, they couldn't sell as many because of Afghanistan you know we had this uh, we had this problem where we just we left all of them <laughs> the Taliban and then they were like oh well we got all these parts to fix them like in the US is like well we don't have them anymore like oh you got to buy more well we got to find a reason to buy more right so Russia right Ukraine and then now because all these politicians they get how do they get elected through because they have money to run their campaigns this money to run their campaigns is from these these people uh, who make a lot of money off of government stuff and they're mad they want to sell weapons they want to sell stuff that doesn't work they want to sell $80 screwdrivers to the military right um, and these these politicians are scrambling to find a reason to, to buy them because they want that payout at the end for being a good politician for them you know that retirement job or whatever and this was a way to do it those are the two biggest reasons why I see this happening and I found that the right wingers who hate to hear the the pulling out of Afghanistan thing and being a good thing um, because I explain it in a monetary way to them. Tend to get it anyway, which is fucking promising, man.
0: It really is because this isn't too hard or too big a pill will swallow for my left-wingers. We're not big on regime change or military interventionism. So this isn't really our game.
1: It's not your game, but that uh, fake humanitarian aspect of it tends to suck some of you guys in.
0: Yeah, we can be convinced that it's not an attack. It's a response. It's self-defense, which we'll never allow Florida to use, but we will allow ukraine to use using our weapons right so i know we'll get booted off of youtube if we say that we're giving legal or financial advice so just so you know this is not legal or financial advice but it sounds like everyone should be buying up lockheed martin stock
1: i don't know stock no. scares me <laughs> the stock Cause it's all you know. It's the fucking government bureaucrats' word away from changing, you know. But yeah, I mean.
0: But don't you just yeah? I mean, the
1: you do, but I don't know, man. The anti-government sentiments sentiments pretty fucking hard right now, man. They might not win this one either. I mean, Fauci lost. Fauci doesn't fucking lose, man he have been rocking and rolling for a long time, winning.
0: Teflon Tony.
1: Yeah, he got some shit stuck on his ass. Yeah, he fucking sucks, man. Like he, he's gonna die anyway. But like, he doesn't have any credit anymore. I'm hearing like the leftist of the, the, what was that chick that was on um, Bill Maher, the other day, super super leftist covid regime just spokesman and she was like this is bs and she was like these people we got all this i'm not doing this anymore and she was she was even she's of course she spins it like she was never really wrong it's funny how they can never admit they're wrong You're like i'm not a trumper or anything but you sit back and you go well if Let's pretend the Trumpers were the ones who got this right first, not the Libertarians. Wouldn't you be like, wait, what were you looking at that, where you knew this was BS all the way back then? Instead of going, you know, I'm not one of those crazy people like that, but they were right. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? But you never said they were right. You're just like, but all this stuff, and it's all the shit they were saying, all that time will go and the Trumpers didn't have it right either like us, libertarians got that shit right first and not even all of us I know I fucking did though I was running red lights day one lockdown going I to work I still
0: don't think I have it right
1: no no you didn't get COVID right I got it pretty good after uh after Fest. I got it really right
0: I was following Q for the longest time.
1: Oh, t- tell me, did you really follow the Q stuff? Or at all?
0: Well, that's why I bought all that GameStop. <laughs>
1: I don't think you know what Q is.
0: <laughs> Isn't this just what Gen Z calls the internet?
1: What was it? The Q was a... Uh, uh of the speaking speaking spells on the Reno 911 <laughs> that had gotten salt water in it. <laughs> this shit was funny as hell. <laughs> if uh you haven't seen the the Reno 911 q and thing, I'm sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert too
0: late. <laughs> we can we can edit that out. <laughs> can we? Well, I if you, if you look at the Venn diagram of fake safety listeners and Reno 911 fans who are at <laughs> least a few episodes behind, it's just a circle.
1: <laughs> so besides the Ukrainian BS, have you noticed the stock market falling pretty hard over the weekend? Have you followed any of that?
0: Not as hard as it did in 2020, but yes.
1: With all the extra spending in the military spending, that's what makes this a little odd, a little different, right? The ramp up in the spending, normally that props up, normally that boosts the stock market, right? But it seems to just be slowing down the inevitable now.
0: Well, I guess we didn't time it right. We probably should have gotten this whole military invasion stuff a bit faster. But let's be real. If we go back and follow the patterns of every previous administration, they usually do it on election years, right? So Mm -hmm. every two years, you kind of have the thing. Mm -hmm. So something like this in any other time would be fine to reserve until 2022. But I feel like during lockdown and pandemic or whatever you want to call this era things were moving a little bit faster everyone's kind of living on the internet and information good bad or wrong Mm -hmm. is moving a bit faster so that two-year cycle is too long you can't have someone in a position of leadership that's not leading for two years anymore you used to be able to get two for your terms, call it a day. But I think if they had rolled out this Ukraine thing 2021, we might not be in the situation.
1: No, you would have been kicking the can down the road further.
0: Wait, are you saying this money's not real?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, this really is episode one, huh? <laughs>
0: Again, YouTube, this is not legal or financial advice. Is anyone at YouTube still listening?
1: Uh, maybe, if they're not working on their missile guidance system, using uh, Google Maps and whatnot. It's such a hippie fucking company uh, image to be such a warmongering company.
0: I just appreciate the loyalty. I'm just glad they're not using Apple Maps.
1: Yeah, didn't they just like merge? Didn't they just end up buying Google data? They didn't merge, but they bought like, didn't they buy something? I remember something I, happened between Google and, and Maps on my iPhone around iPhone six days.
0: You might have been thinking about Google buying Waze, but I thought you liked all of that economic collaboration.
1: Oh, I do, between companies. I just don't, between government and company. So once the government is involved in the company, it's just a fascist company now. It's not, it's nothing, it's not real anymore. It's, there's nothing, not, like what? Okay, so every company has the government involved in it. But I'm saying to the state, to the point that the the state is the bigger uh, customer than the customer. I just don't. I don't care anymore. I just.
0: Well, what if I polish the floors for the local school?
1: I don't know. What if?
0: Does that mean that my floor polishing business is the most fascist it can be because it's our only customer?
1: Well, if the government tells you to jump, you'll probably jump as high as they need you to. If
0: it's, they pay me enough.
1: It's just like the 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 fucking union people who will believe whatever history revision BS they tell them because it's the person who pays them that's the incentive i'm just over like i'm not gonna sit here as a libertarian and say like "It's a free it's a private company so it's it's not a private company it if when when facebook and and the twitter guys and all them were at the in front of the congress they were saying like if you don't fix these problems that we don't like about your platform we're gonna take them from you okay so like at that point you're just doing exactly what the state tells you to do if you don't have a choice so i don't have to agree with what you're doing if you're doing the state's bidding do i feel bad that the state took your company yeah that's what i'm just sitting here fighting for while you're censoring my shit.